Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. Bienvenue à Countercharge. Je m'appelle Arthur. And I'm Steve Hildrew. Welcome to the Community Spotlight. Today I am joined by a very good friend of mine who helped me learn the game Kings of War, so I'm really pleased to welcome him. Welcome, Arthur. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here too. So with Community Spotlight, we try and shine a light on parts of the community that maybe don't get a lot of the spotlight um, and we don't see a lot of and we definitely haven't seen much on Countercharge of the French playing community so I reached out to my, my friend Arthur who we play uh, a few times back in the day on Universal Battle um, and I thought we'd just have a chat about the game of Kings of War. So let's start off by giving the Countercharge audience a bit of an introduction to you, where you're from and how you started in wargaming. Okay, so I'm a French guy, I'm playing in Normandy. I started playing uh, war games when I, uh, 15 years ago. This time I was not playing King of War, you know, because the game did not exist. But I started Warhammer, Game Warsaw game. And I switched to King of War when they decided uh, to kill everything and publish the Age of Sigmar. And uh, as the rule set was not what I was looking for, I looked for the game. And a friend of mine told me that there is cool people playing King of War, uh, a cool game at Rouen. So I started playing three years ago uh, at Rouen. I'm currently playing a Red King Army, and uh, I really like it. And I'm now uh, starting to build uh, other army, such like uh, Trident. It's really a cool game, you know. I really like the, the King of War the stuff. Cool, so is Kings of War the only game you play right now? Um, the only game I'm playing uh, seriously. I have a few other uh, army for other games, but uh, I only play them to play with people I like to, to be with, such my brother and so. But this is the only game I play uh, seriously. Yeah, I, I play a little uh, War Machine, for example, but uh, I only have a few miniatures to, to play uh, just little battles, but uh, nothing uh, really serious. Nothing serious. So um, you said that your friend introduced you to Kings of War. Um... And that was three years ago. So was that version one or version two? It was version two. Uh, I think it is five years old. Right. So when you first got into, um, with the Uncharted Empire supplement, uh, bringing your Warhammer army over, right? So you had a Warhammer Ratkin army, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it was pretty cool to, to be able to, to play rank and flank again because a skirmish game was not what I was looking for, for my Ratkins. Did you try? I think Ratkin perhaps don't do skirmish quite as well. Did you um did you try out like Age of Sigmar and the kind of successor games at all? In fact, I tried uh, a few games and I really was really not convinced. I heard that the game really changed since the first version, and it may be good now, but it was really a pity at the start. It was not really fun. Yeah. So, um, so what's been your experience with Kings of War? What do you what do you like most about the rule set? What what appealed to you about the game? The rulebook was unfazing uh, the fact that you can play uh, timed games because you are the only ones that uh, are taking action during your turn. And this is very unusual for a miniature game. There is many, many times there is a boss player acting, uh, rolling dice and so on. And in Kings of War, you are the only one to play during your turn. And I think it makes a really interesting part because I never played uh, timed games before. And it really had a dimension 
and also it really helps to to make uh, the wife appear because you can tell uh, the game will end at this time and it's almost uh, always the case so that's another point and have you uh, have you picked up third edition i'm waiting uh, it to be delivered but yes um a friend of mine already bought the digital versions so i had the opportunity to look a little uh, in it but i'm definitely uh, waiting for the physical book physical book so uh, what what do you like the uh, third edition what's your first impressions of it mostly a really cool impression uh, i'm obviously this says that there is no red king this is not a curve uh, army but uh, it really sounds cool i think they did a good job especially for the charge change that is now considered uh, from the whole front of the units because uh, sometimes uh, dwarf hordes were really really easy to, to block and uh, to avoid this uh, this one is really a cool change but one that i do not like really is the fact that no one can ally with irregular units at all i think it invalidates many lists and if willing to do this if allies faction was such a big deal i think we could have removed the allies totally yeah possibly i was I, we've been talking quite a bit about this and i think people like the concept of bringing allies but it's it is quite open to exploit. So I think the ones that they've made irregular were kind of like the most exploited of the allies. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And I remember when we used to play, you used to ally in a lot, right? It was part of your plan. Uh, I was allying an elfling sorcerer. Is that really an abused ally unit? <laughs> <laughs> you allied in a bunch of halflings. So do you have a face? So you were a Rackin player, but when we played, you were playing a lot of Trident Realm as well. Do you have you do you have both as armies, or were you just kind of testing that one out? I did not yet tested the third versions, but I am definitely looking to play Trident Realm in third version. It won't change many points of my list, but I clearly considering to play two or three Siren because the fact she can no wind blast is already a good good idea. Yeah, you had a lot of Windblast. Windblast was kind of... You were the first player I played that really kind of exploited Windblast. A lot of people kind of didn't understand how it could be used, but you are, that's one of the things that really appealed to you. They've also... They've taken the Siren's ability and given it to a lot more uh, units across armies. Yeah, yeah. The new spell is really cool because it was a unique uh, capability and I think it is a very strategical one and it's cool to see it uh, more often in list. Uh, I would definitely look for, forward to see how... Uh, good player will use it. I've been facing a lot of um, Night Stalker lists because the Banshee has Enthrall and Windblast and it does damage as well. So people are putting like three Banshees into their lists because they're flying fast individuals that can then push and pull people all over the map. Well, I guess this is the time to use uh, a character that has uh, the new rule uh, to kill other individuals. <laughs> a duelist, right, exactly. A duelist one, yeah. That's what I've been trying. I've not been not with much success. Um, so, do, so is uh, Trident Realm the army you're focusing on for version three? Yeah, yeah, we definitely focus on Trident Realm. And do you have them built already, or are you some, or you, something you're working on? This is really working on. Uh, in fact, uh, as you you know, I had a, a busy year and I didn't find such that much time to paint. But uh, I'm painting them. The third three odds of Ensnare is a. Uh, like a, a big paint job. Yeah, especially now with the new uh, PMC, right? So you have to paint, what, 31, 30, 35, something like that? I, I will not care of it, I think. As, <laughs> long, as long as the base looks cool, uh, I think it's okay. 
and so uh, if I feel I uh, I need to add some miniatures, I will. But I I won't. In fact, I didn't see anyone that was counting units. As long as the base looks good and properly filled, uh, I don't think that PMC, that was discussed a lot on Fanatics uh, group on Facebook, is such a deal. In fact, I've just seen a post by Matt Gilbert on the um, Kings of War forum saying that as far as he's concerned, PMC is only if you want to win um, a ticket to at like a Clash of Kings event. And, and thereafter, it's each tournament organizers decision about whether they want to enforce it or not and so i think that's entirely reasonable right that's what we've been saying all along yeah yeah and you know this is not uh, like warhammer where you had to add all the miniatures you were willing to field in fact this is already uh, a soft rule right so what's your favorite part of the hobby are you kind of more of a hobby gamer are you a competitive gamer are you a balance between the two uh, i'm really a balance between the two I'm looking to win when playing, because this is the aim we follow, but uh, yeah, I think that having fun is the most important part, whatever the way you, you play. Yeah. Are you big into hobby? Do you enjoy the painting part of it? Do you try and push your, your painting as well, or is, is it mainly just to get something on the table that looks okay? Oh, no, no. I'm really looking to get something that is, uh, looks too great to look, and uh, this is usually why uh, I take, it takes many times to, to get uh, something uh, on the table. Mm. Is that um, actually? I've seen some of your Ratkin units, and what I really like about the way that you do your Ratkin units is that you you make it look as if they're swarming. It's not just a line of infantry. There's a lot of dynamism. Is that something you kind of really try to work on in terms of the scenic basing, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is one of the things that the rule set of King of War enable. This is the way because uh, we are building multi bases. Often can really uh, give a spirit to your army. And for Ratkin, obviously. Uh, they are crawling and crawling on everywhere. So it is easy to get such results. Yeah. So what theme are you going for for your Trident Realm? Are you, what's, are you, are you, have you got kind of a theme in mind? I am looking to, to involve some uh, ancient god with a uh, squid uh, like Tulu in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Cthulhu, Cthulhu yeah. Cthulhu? Okay. <laughs> I think so. I don't actually know, but I think it's Cthulhu, yeah. I am looking to add some... Uh, Cthulhu tamed uh, decor, but uh, I don't know yet how I will do it. I was looking to eventually create a display board to the army, but it looks like many works, so I'm, I'm not certain I will do it. <laughs> Get the army done first, then think about a display board, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you play in tournaments as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I try to do every tournament that are near my place. And I sometimes go to the, to the north of France for a um, tournament to Lille. Now I will definitely try to go to some soft tournament this year. And uh, I saw that uh, some French people came to the Clash of Kings. I was trying to go to it. I was willing to go to it this year. Yeah, what happened to that? You, you promised me you were going to be there. And I'm like, where, where's Arta? I had to choice between a tournament and a house renovation. <laughs> so, you know, oh. I think uh, next year, I promise, I will be there. Oh, we shall see. We shall. Honestly, house renovation. And you got married as well. You put your marriage before your hobby. What's going on? Ah. And congratulations, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> it was a hard choice, but, you know, I think I think it was just uh, the good one. The, the, right, the right choice to make for this year. So, um, for so, this year only. Yeah, only this year. It's finished now, right? Wait till you have children. Um, so what's your local gaming scene looks like? Is there like a local gaming club that you play at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Rouen, 
like I said, there is not that much. I, I'm not aware of that many clubs that are playing King of War, but there is definitely a, a community. And we are uh, organizing tournaments often. Uh, there is too many tournaments to attend to uh, at, this, at the end of this year. Well, that's a really good place to be in, I suppose, rather than having not enough tournaments to have too many. To- so Rouen is where is where you're based, right? Just for an idea of people who don't know their French geography, whereabouts in France is that? This is in Normandy, near of World War II uh, beach. This is uh, one big, uh, how to tell it, uh, we say port where ships arrived. So like uh, we would think of like Calais, kind of... Yeah, yeah, this is on the same uh, sea river. On the north of France. So, um... Yeah. So what's what kind of games are... You say there's not many clubs that play Kings of War, but it sounds like they're a healthy tournament scene. What kind of games are, are frequently played then in the gaming clubs in the north of France? They are playing uh, many games. Uh, Ninth Age, War Machine uh, are part of them. There is many players of Heroclix. I don't know if you know this one. Sure, sure. So uh, this is a uh, really popular uh, at the club I'm playing with too. Obviously, there is Warhammer players, and uh, there is many uh, board miniatures games such like Conan. Uh, they get really uh, popular. Uh, Zombicide. All oh, right, Zombicide, yeah. Because um, they are easy to get uh, into, I think. Uh, so that please people, they can just come play a game and uh, try another thing another day. Are there many like historical gamers? Yeah, there is, there is some uh, too. Uh, I'm not uh, really interested in that games, so I'm not really aware of what, uh, of what we are playing too. I know there is a game that is named Bolt. Bolt Action, right? Bolt Action, yeah. Yeah, this one. So how about the French kind of Kings of War scene in general? It sounds like a pretty healthy scene. A kind of Where are most of the players kind of congregating in the country? In fact, we are really uh, over all the, the country. There is not really a big place to be. Uh, I know the north of the France has many players at Lille. There are a really active uh, community and they are growing. That's good. And now, uh, after other galaxies, I think there is big cities. Uh, in every big cities, there is a community of King of War players. So how many play in your local club, uh, for example? It really depends on uh, what happened um, on King of War actuality. If there is new feature, new army, and so on, players that may be playing to other games came back to King of War for a time. So I guess with third edition, we will get go back to 10 to 12 players at the club. So it's quite healthy. And you said so. In terms of like the overall community, there's you said there's there's more tournaments. Do you have like you have a French Clash of Kings, so on and so forth? We have a country world, uh, country wide uh, tournament that is a team tournament. So uh, this is regions that are fighting each other. So there is this is by f- four people teams that are uh, struggling to get first place. Uh, it's interesting because there is a draft phase at the start of the battle where each people is uh, paired with uh, one people of the enemy team. Interesting. Okay, so there's some strategy in how you kind of paired up in terms of teams. Yeah, yeah. Some, there's some similar kind of tournaments in the US as well, I've seen. So how many teams do you get at that national tournament, in, in, in four-person teams? Last June, we were something like 20, no, yes, 20 teams of four people. Wow, that's not bad, really, is it? It's a, it's a decent size. Um, and so where do, where do the... Uh, out of interest, when you play, do you play in French or do you play using the English rules? How, does, how do you um, play the game? Um, we usually play in French mm. unless there is foreigners uh, present. That sometimes happen. We have uh, some Spanish people that came uh, sometimes. Most of the time we play in French. 
But when there is uh, one rule point that is not really accurate, I always refer to the English rule. Yeah. Because it is the ones used by the games we created the game. So mm. how and how is the French translation of the rule book? Is it is it reasonably accurate? Is the French okay? Is it <laughs> comprehensible? The French versions was really really good. In fact, uh, there is not that much issue. And the, the the French editor of the game for the last years had published a book that uh, was combining the standard rule sets, Uncharted Empires, Historicals, and Clash of Kings of the year. So in a single big book, you were uh, you was you were having all the rule set. It was really convenient. Wow, yeah, I'm actually a little bit jealous about that. And I I heard from Ronnie that this year they are releasing the French, German, and Spanish versions of the rulebook at the same time as the English version. So we're all getting it at the same time. This is not accurate. Ah, oh. the third version rulebook is going to be kickstarted in French. I'm, I guess it depends on the editor of the game in the country. So where do you, where do you guys hang out on the internet? I mean, a lot of the English stuff is on Facebook, and obviously you're in Fanatics. But where do the, where do the French players um, hang out on the internet? I see many tournament players on the King of Fanatics too, and we had a King of War France page, in fact, and to really um, get all the news that are published by Mantic guys on Facebook, published back on the French page. So how do you build your community? And obviously, there's obviously quite a lot of competition in France for different games and people kind of dip in and out. I mean, were you part of building that community? How do you go about building the community in, in your local scene and for France in general? Are there kind of community leaders that kind of push, push for you? Do you have anything like a Pathfinder? We had one, but he just left for China. He went to China and saw uh, all miniatures. Wow. So I don't know if we still have one. He was living in Paris and was uh, going to a retournement a really, a really nice guy, but uh, I don't know if we still have uh, one Pathfinder. So it you just there's no kind of push to put, to build the community. It's more kind of a natural growth as things come out. Yeah, yeah. For example, uh, I speak of the game to uh, every friend that I uh, that is playing miniatures, but this is on my, only on my own level, and uh, I don't know if uh, I don't think there is an active push to pay, to players uh, to develop the game in France. So, from perspective of a player, what's your what's your thought on Mantic uh, as a games company? What, you know, what do you think they're doing well? What can they improve on? Uh, I think we are really going in the good direction because the um, company leitmotiv is to produce uh, affordable miniatures. And coming from Warhammer, I can only uh, think this is a good goal because uh, having to pay more than uh, one hundred for a single person characters, uh, this is really hard. Uh, but at the start, I was considering the quality of miniatures uh, not that good. The last miniatures are really, really uh, interesting uh, and uh, make me wanting to paint them. Have you seen the um, the Ratkin figures that were shown off at the Mantic Open Day just this last weekend? I saw the Ratkin Brute that they are going to add to the League of Infamy. That is nice. But I didn't see any red, other Redkin. So they at the Mantic Open Day, they had big shelves full of, and they had the, the Warpath Veermin miniatures, and they'd put um, added orc parts to them to make them look fantasy. And then they had um, some swarms of rat from the old Piper miniature, the, the Veermin Piper that were acting as like um, the Vermintide. And, they've, uh, and they're bringing in, so there was a Broodmother miniature, which I guess is one of the new monsters we might see in the Uncharted Empires book. Um, I'll send you. I'll send you some screenshots because they're kind of interesting. Sounds cool, really. So you can have a Mac. Of course, some of us have already built a Mantic Rack in Army, but I'm not bitter. Don't worry about it. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> 
I wa- I'm really fan of your uh, demon spawn uh, when we are talking about Ratkin. Yeah, the good old demon. He's he's looking a bit worse for wear now. He's been to a few too many tournaments, so he's looking a bit um a bit faded around the edges. So I need to see whether I want to bring him into version three or not. Um, so in terms of tournaments, do you have any planned for the rest of 2019 and 2020? What's on your What's on your docket for the rest of the year? Uh, in fact, because I was uh, feeling that I had too many free time with a wedding and house renovation, I am organizing a tournament for this month. It will took place in uh, two weeks at Rouen. So it's like, so you're, you're the tour- you're the TO. So tell us about it. Tell us about the tournament. I mean, I'm organizing a tournament uh, based on Clash of Kings. The idea is to provide a way to count the score, the score of match that is that can be uh, calculated uh, live during the game. So uh, every point you gain uh, at the end of the game depends on how you are scoring uh, now. So the tournament is named the March of the Emperor. And every player gets a free hero, that is uh, Emperor. And, uh, for example, on the 20 points you can score, there is always two points to make your Emperor alive at the end of the game, and two points to kill the opponent Emperor. And so I adapted uh, six tournaments, uh, six uh, scenarios from Clash of Kings, to make custom scenarios uh, for the tournament. I may eventually send you the rule set if you want uh, at yeah, sure, please do. And so, would this be a version two or a version three tournament? This is a version two tournament because um, I was uh, I published the rules of the tournament uh, in June, and uh, in fact, uh, the exact same moment when I was writing the tournament rules, uh, Mantink announced the version three. But they also announced that they were they were going to only release a part of the army. So I decided to it will be on version two because not every army will be available. You know, uh, having less than uh, two months to adapt to a new rule set may have uh, prevent players to to come. That was I was feeling. Yeah, no, I think that's sensible. Uh, at this time, with you know, it's it's so new that a lot of players haven't even got the book yet. So it seems like version two at, at this time, maybe like from December onwards, we might see a lot more version three tournaments. Yeah, yeah. But I think that uh, we will wait for next year to see one, to see some because any players that play uh, an army that is not yet in version three won't come. So right. So how many players have you got signed up? Uh, for now, we have fourteen players. A little tournament. But as uh, I am following the website, the blog of uh, until someone loses an eye, and it uh, it done uh, some uh, sponsor spotlight for um, hobby uh, retailers and uh, I contacted some of them and get some uh, sponsoring the tournament and uh, even if there is uh, only a few people there we will get uh, some uh, interesting rewards to get because uh, we are helping helped by uh, Deep Cut Studio for example cool so you got some decent prize support for your players to compete for yeah yeah uh, American uh, retailers are really uh, really uh, helpful on this point and uh, really nice so, um, what are the big kind of French tournaments, and how do people how do people find out about them? We have a, a French Mantic forum, and uh, we publish tournaments on them. We are also using um, tabletop tournaments uh, T3. This is a website uh, when players can register tournaments, and you and you can find tournaments uh, near your place or. Uh, on the game system you you want to and so do tournaments how does the your kind of do you have like a masters ranking in is there a french masters no i i don't think there is in fact i was 
curious to see if uh, we can organize it, but I'm not yet experienced enough to organize uh, such tournaments. So is there like a national ranking? Do you know who like your, your best players are or is it just based on kind of local yeah, knowledge? It is based on the, we usually refer to the tabletop tournament website to get ranking because uh, as most tournaments are organized on this website, player uh, got uh, their results uh, recorded in it. Ah, so, who, so who are the top players then in, in France at the, at the moment? Who, who are the people we should be watching out for? I can just tell you there is a Spanish guy that lives in uh, Lille that has a really good uh, ranking. It was playing um, Night Stalker Army based on uh, only, almost only uh, flying uh, regiments. The Flying Circus, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Night Stalker Flying Circus. Yeah, I think it's. I think Night Stalkers are very strong in version three from their list. There's a there's a lot of tools they can bring and a lot of stealthy and there's some interesting uh, matchups that you can really negate by using Night Stalkers. Yeah, but I think the the thing that uh, the benefit them the most is uh, the thing that there is there will be probably less shooters in the game, and uh, I think this is why they get popular at, the, at this moment. Less good shooters means that their their stealthy will shine. So. Is there anyone that you'd like to shout out? Any kind of players, TOs, local shops? We've already talked about your tournament. Is there anyone, anyone you'd like to give a shout out to? I really would like to thank uh, Tartignol, which is a little tournament organizer, because um, he organized a really cool tournament last year that was uh, on Game of Thrones uh, team. It was a double tournament. We came for, with, with a friend. There was five battles, and during two of them, you were switching your pairing partner according to your rank and uh, with another random player. And it was really, really a fun tournament. So uh, thank you for this tournament. It was really a good idea. Make another Tartignol. Awesome. So um, any clo- how, can, how can listeners follow the adventures of Art of Ace? How can, where, where do we find you online? We have a club website. I can share the, the page too eventually. But uh, we are on Facebook otherwise. Any closing thoughts, anything else you'd like to add? I don't think that I have a thought that needs to be shared, except that you should all play Windblast, guys. This is a game-breaking spell. (laughs) And Enthrall, right? So Windblast and Enthrall. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been really great talking to you, man, and we need to hook up on Universal Battle again soon, see if I've actually managed to get any better since the last time that you beat me. It's worth saying that I've never beaten Arthur. It's quite annoying. Yeah, I think that... uh... It will get harder. You've played many times since the last time. <laughs> I hope I've improved. I still don't know how to deal with three hordes of ensnarers, which is your trademark, but I'm sure we'll get there. Okay. Jusqu'à la prochaine. Continuez à contrecharger. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at countercharge15 If you enjoy the show you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes Until next time keep countercharging Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons